Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We the Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, February 9, 2023. According to a recent study, despite the difficult macroeconomic situation, digital investment growth continues in Italy. 43% of companies will increase budgets for digital technologies this year after the sharp increase in 2022, plus 4%, plus 2.1% in the ICT budgets of Italian companies of all sizes is estimated for 2023. The study also records the growth of collaborations in Italy between large companies and digital startups this year, with the latter increasingly emerging as a source of open innovation. Seven out of ten large companies collaborate with startups or plan to do so in Italy. The economic crisis has paradoxically been a boost to digital investments in a country. 28% of Italian companies have taken the stimulus to accelerate them during 2022, the first concrete actions to implement the European Recovery Plan, which uh, within it includes uh, major investments in the area of digitalization, also came into focus. And digital innovation affects not only Italian businesses, but also citizens, with more than 6 million digital identities activated and more than 7 million electronic identity cards issued, the number of citizens using digital identity to access public and private online services continues to increase in Italy. In the past year, accesses via digital identity totaled more than 1 billion compared to 570 billion million in 2021. The Italian app to digitally access public services was downloaded over 32 million times at the end of 2022, uh, a 117% growth over 2021. Last year also saw the acceleration of the use of electronic payments through the public platform. About 332 million transactions were made in Italy in 2022 with an economic countervalue of more than 61 billion euros. Speaking about innovation, by 2024, Europe's largest solar panel factory will be built in Catania, Sicily, using an innovative technology unique in the world. Initially, by combining two different technologies into one cell, the new solar panels will feature better performance than conventional technologies. Then, in the second phase beginning in 2025, an innovative technology will be implemented that will far exceed the state-of-the-art in photovoltaic cells in terms of efficiency, reaching over 30% while improving panel reliability. And talking about photovoltaic, it is interesting what is happening at the Pompeii Archaeological Park, where architectural constraints are being transformed by enhancing heritage and sustainability via the installation of solar panels identical to terracotta tiles that produce the electricity needed to light the frescoes. These photovoltaic tiles, called invisible solar panels, are made in Italy, built in Camisano Vicentino, a small Italian municipality of just over 10,000 inhabitants in the province of Vicenza, in Veneto. Invisible photovoltaic panels can take over on the appearance of stone, wood, concrete or brick. Such a solution can be installed not only on roofs, but also on walls and floors. One of the effects of this digitalization is also that bank branches are disappearing throughout Italy. In 2022, banks closed 554 branches nationwide, a further 2.6% contraction from 2021. The number of Italians who do not have access to a bank branch in their municipality of residence is more than 4 million, almost 250,000 more than a year ago. 
These numbers are destined to grow. Six million Italians residing in municipalities in which there is only one branch left are likely to be in the same condition soon. The phenomenon is not advancing evenly among different areas of the country. In 2022, the hardest hit regions were Lombardy, minus 3.6%, Lazio, minus 3.5%, Molise, minus 3.4%, and Friuli Venezia Giulia, minus 3%. Banks are effectively disappearing from entire regions. In Molise, municipalities without a branch are now 82%. In Calabria, 71%. In Piedmont, Valle d'Aosta, Liguria, Abruzzo and Campania, the figure is over 50%. The national average is 39.9%. Now, banks are about money. And speaking of money, with the funds of the European Recovery Plan, Italy moves in the European Union from contributor to net recipient amounting to 18.1 billion euros are the 2021 payments which, with which Italy has participated in the budget of the European Union, which, on the opposite side, has allocated resources for more than 26 billion euros to our country, of which more than 10 billion are related to the recovery plan. An overall increase of 129.2% that reversed Italy's position from that of a contributor to that of a net recipient on the European Fund side. Throughout the period from the 1970s to the 1990s, our country was a net recipient, receiving more European funds than it paid out, but the situation reversed with the beginning of the 2000 decade. Now we are back to the situation of the last century. Wedding tourism is booming in Italy, with over 11,000 overseas couples tying the knot here in a country last year, according to the Destination Weddings in Italy Observatory. <clears throat> Tuscany was confirmed as favorite Italian region foreign wedding destination with 21% of the total followed by Lombardy, Campania, Puglia, Sicily and Lazio. And the survey said that the foreign wedding industry has big margins for expansion. Based on the length of stay of couples and guests at the ceremony, 2022 saw a turnover of 600 million euros, about 11% more than the levels we had in Italy in 2019. In Italy, which is going through serious demographic problems with too few birds, decreasing every year, centenarians have never been so numerous, almost 20,000, 19,714 19, to be precise, of which 16,427 are women, 83% are women, and only 3,287 are men. This is the highest figure ever, and the growth, according to experts, is expected to continue in the near future. Between now and 2032, we expect a doubling of Italian centenarians. If you ask them directly, the Italian centenarians, the reasons are different to them. Dining traditions, the habit of taking a little afternoon nap or devotion to Sunday Mass. Instead, researchers say the conditions that Italian centenarians share include an intense network of relationships that avoid isolation, a non-sedentary lifestyle and a low-calorie diet. In Italy, the region with the highest ratio of centenarian population to total residents is Molise, followed by Valle d'Aosta, Friuli Venezia Giulia, Liguria and Abruzzo. Not even the pandemic has dented the lives of Italy's super-elderly. During Covid's black months, centenarians were one of the few age groups in which there was no increase in deaths. The differences with the rest of the population are probably related to the fact that those who are 100 years and older are genetically selected, more resilient. In addition, centenarians were in home isolation even before Covid. Almost 9 out of 10 are protected in the family. Only 12% live in a residence for the elderly.
Now, a few good news about Italy related to what we eat and drink. The first one is that coffee helps keep blood pressure low. This is the result of research by the University of Bologna going against every belief on the subject taken for granted. The study, published in the scientific journal called Nutrients, sampled the 220 men and 283 women and shows how those who drink two or three coffees a day, like I do, have lower blood pressure on average than those who drink only one or none at all. This is the first study to observe this association in the Italian population, and the data confirmed the positive effect of coffee consumption with respect to cardiovascular risk. The explanation is that caffeine is only one of several components of coffee and certainly not the only one that has an active role. Caffeine can contribute to increased blood pressure, yes, but other bioactive components in coffee seem to counterbalance this effect with a positive end result with respect to blood pressure levels. The second good news is that over a third of Italian people, 35%, have cut down on the amount of food they waste, according to Farmers Association called Diretti. High inflation rates and soaring gas bills are among the factors driving the change, which is good for the environment as it means natural resources are better used. The third Italian good news related to food is that considering the whole of 2022, Italian food experts hit an all-time record of 60 billion euros. The king of Italian experts is once again wine, with a total value estimated close to 8 billion euros in 2022, thanks to double-digit export growth. In second place are past another series of derivatives, with an export volume exceeding 7 billion euros. <clears throat> Third are fresh fruits and vegetables, accounting for about 5.5 billion in, ex in export sales. Exports of extra virgin olive oil, cheeses and cured meat also grew significantly. Germany is still the main outlet market for Italian food exports, with sales up 13%, ahead of the US plus 20% and France plus 17%. And talking about buying drinks, another report says that Italy is the European country that spends the least on buying alcohol in household spending. This happens even though the drinking culture in Italy is quite widespread. Almost 1% of European GDP is spent on alcohol, the highest level of consumption in the world, driven mainly by northern European countries where people also drink to defend themselves from the cold. Italy is below the European average. Probably the reason is that we Italians drink mostly in company and rarely all by ourselves. And we have many products, wine, but also bitters and other spirits that are good, but also not that expensive. It's so for now, it's so for today. Once again, my friends, please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday. For now, ciao from Rome.